If you'd like to learn more about the Texas Radio Theater Company, be sure to log on to www.texasradiotheater.com. Our podcast comes to you right after this. Welcome to the 39th podcast of the Texas Radio Theater Company. This time, our fearless, intrepid, and slightly accident-prone space ranger, Cliff, returns for his fourth adventure, where he confronts the diabolical plans of Granberry Moffin, an evil chef bent on universal domination. And that's next on the Texas Radio Theater. I'm Ken Rainey, your announcer, and welcome to this performance of the Texas Radio Theater Company at the Arlington Museum of Art. Since October 2001, we've produced modern audio plays in much the same way they were broadcast during the golden age of radio, with some minor concessions to modern technology. Tonight, we're presenting our fourth Cliff Proton adventure called Cliff Proton and the Pandimensional Commissary by Richard Froelich. Our plays are produced in cooperation with the Arlington Museum of Art, challenging visitors to think creatively. Act one of Cliff Proton will begin right after this. This portion of the Texas Radio Theater Company is brought to you by The Book. The Book? What's a book? A book is an amazing source of knowledge, right at your fingertips. Like the internet? Better. Does it have graphics? Amazing graphics. How many batteries does it take? None. How about cables or accessories? Can you use the book on its own? The book's completely wireless. It needs no batteries, and it's portable. When you finish one page, you simply turn to the next one. How about viruses? Or spam? The book never gets a virus and never gets spam. Wow! We need to get a book! And you do, too. You can find books at your local library. Open one up today. Hi, Arnold. Uh, Good morning, ladies. Uh, What can I do for you? Some uh, coffee? I got a breakfast special today. Spam sausage, spam baked beans, some spam with hollandaise. You Uh, don't recognize us? Should I? Oh, Cassie. Brute, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, sorry, I've been uh, busy with all the orders. So, you got eggs? Sure, I got eggs. He's got eggs. Figures. Why wouldn't I got eggs? Eggs are the number one breakfast food. You want some eggs? Not really. What do you want, then? We want to give you a message from Widow Granberry Muffin. A message from Gran... You got it! No, please, no! No! Gravity. On... Atmosphere. Pressurized. Main power. 100%. Main thruster is on. Check. Prepare for hyperspace, Space Rangers. Ready. In three, two, one. The Texas Radio Theater presents... Cliff! Proton Space Ranger! Prepare yourself as you're catapulted far into the future, where everyone lives, flies, and eats out of tubes, where traveling to Jupiter or Mars is as easy as catching a bus, and where a powerful space ranger named Cliff continually challenges the futuristic forces of evil and their assault on good and decent life forms everywhere. Yes, folks. 
Prepare yourself for another adventure of Cliff Proton Space Ranger! As you fearlessly fly with Cliff into the far futuristic, unfamiliar future, you'll meet his faithful robot friend and companion, Mark One, an artificial life form that's able to do almost everything a man can do, and then some. And you'll also meet his creator, Doc Hetrodyne, the head of Space Science Association, inventor of improbable gadgets, fixer-upper of broken mechanical things, and certified know-it-all third class. As we follow our fantastic fearless space hero, Cliff, in this far-flung, fabulous, futuristic adventure of the future. Today's episode, The Pandimensional Commissary, right after this message. Greetings, Space Rangers. Cliff Proton here. When I spend an hour or so battling Space Vikings or huge octopoidal creatures from Quadrant 5, I get off thirsty. And what I reach for is a can of precision-made, solidly-built Robotine Robot Cola. You see, Robotine is different than most soft drinks because it's the only cola made completely by robots. That means Robotine can make its cola here in America with American robots and pure American water. With all the talk about companies outsourcing their products overseas, isn't it good to know that something is still made in the USA by strong, powerful, freedom-loving American robots? And now, back to... Cliff Proton Space Rangers! Chapter One of the Pandimensional Commissary. Robots Blog, Tuesday. I had an oil change, but I still don't feel right. I know I probably shouldn't be typing this out on the extranet, but I'm feeling really... Tired? No. Disenchanted with the Earth Space Command? No. Hungry? I can't feel hungry. Hey, what are you doing in my blog interface? Oh, uh, are you writing something private? Maybe. On your blog? Robot, don't you know the entire Heidenen Empire can read the extranet? But Cliff, I gotta write what I feel. I'm not always sure you and Doc listen to me. How can you say that, Robot? With my voice processing device. You know you can always talk to me or Doc. You'll listen? Sure. <sighs> okay, well... What's bugging me is this empty feeling inside. Empty? Yeah, listen. That sounds pretty empty. But it goes deeper. Deeper? You mean like a hunger? No. That's funny because I'm hungry. But it's not hunger. Hold on. Heterodyne here. Hey, Doc. How's it going in the lab? Oh, just creating a few new elements. Great. Are you hungry? I could do with some breakfast, but not here. I'm tired of the galley food, and the batteries in my quantum lunchbox are dead. Well, we could go to Arnold's. Oh, yeah. I haven't been to Arnold's in years. He's got the best omelets. Robot, set a course for Arnold's. But what about... Your blog can wait. Set a course for breakfast at Arnold's. Best speed! Aye, aye, Cliff.
Epsilon Graffiti Neon 3, otherwise known as Restaurant Row. On the main landing strip, you will find all the biggest and best food service change in the galaxy. Please watch your step. We don't want the biggest and best. Yeah, we want Arnold. Hey, that's funny. Yeah, I don't like the look of the new T-38 rocket sleds. Too boxy. No, not the rocket sled. He means look at the street. Aren't there supposed to be hundreds of restaurants? Maybe it's breakfast time. It is breakfast time. But Arnold is closed up. The windows are dark. That's strange. Very strange. I wonder what happened. Wait. I see something in the street. What is it? Trash. I'll get it. It's a menu from Arnold. Give it to Robot. Here, Robot. Oh, gee. Just what I always wanted. This isn't for my empty feeling inside. Your what? My... Oh, never mind. You're absolutely right, Robot. I guess it's galley food for us. Oh, it's a shame Arnold is closed. Wait a moment, Cliff. Do you see that place across the street? Is it a diner? A place to eat breakfast? I don't know. It's called Muffins IDC. Muffins? I've heard of them. Their restaurants are popping up everywhere. What's the IDC stand for? Interdimensional Commissary. It's a similar concept to my quantum lunchbox. You mean... Yes. That's unbelievable. Yeah, but they have a right to do it. They have a right to do what? Well, some have suggested that they're using the same principle as my quantum lunchbox. You mean... Exactly, robot. Uh, But what can I do? What can you do? Sure, it's a free galaxy. Unless you count property tax. I don't know what you're talking about. The quantum quantum lunchbox. lunchbox. You mean... Yes. And... Well, I think they have one big kitchen somewhere, and it's connected to all of these places via uh, some kind of uh, quantum interspatial matter transference string. A string? Yeah, (laughs) but that's only theory. (laughs) Since the quantum lunchbox was your idea, do you think they stole it? Well, like I said, they're using similar technology But it doesn't mean they actually stole it. It's a big universe out there. Speaking of which, still hungry? You bet I am. Well, I'm willing to try muffins, if you are. Let's go. Coming, robot? Yeah, whatever. Are you okay? Yeah, you look a little rusty around the shenshaws. I just got some stuff bugging me. Well, sit with us. We'll listen to you over breakfast. I've heard that before. No, robot. We'll have plenty of time to listen while the doc and I eat. Okay. I'm Cassie S. Welcome to Muffins IDC, the best cuisine in the galaxy. Oh, uh, hi. Sit anywhere you like. Okay. Let's sit near the front. You'll find the menu on the table. Up you go, robot. Thanks. Now, what's been bothering you? Well, it's a little personal. What isn't? Uh, It involves... Watch this. Look at the menu, Cliff. What is it, Doc? They've only got one breakfast item. You're kidding. Eggs Benedict. 
And lunch is a Reuben. And dinner is shish kebab and shisha salad. Odd combinations. And only one item for each. If they have this interdimensional kitchen, you'd think they'd have more choices. Do they have dessert? Square pie. Square pie. Are pie square? Our pie are. My dear girl, pie are not square. They are here. Are not? I can show you. That's pretty square. See? But it's still wrong. Arnold had round pie. Leave it be, Doc. But Cliff, pie ought not to be square. Strudel are square. Brownies are square. Pie are not square. Pie are round. Both of you, can it? Or have you forgotten that in space shipments, four-thirds of pies are cubed nowadays? Oh, yeah. It's, it's easier for cargo containers. Not unlike square pigs and inflatable Are you guys going to order or what? Of course. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I'd rather have an omelet. Do you have omelets? How about Eggs Benedict? No, thank you. Can I interest you in a lunch or dinner selection? Perhaps some of our square pie. Pie are not square. Easy, duck. <laughs> no, uh, thank you. All right. Well, if you change your mind, let me know. Should we just go? See what we could have had. Arnold even had 30 weight for us robots. You gotta love restaurants that serve robots. Oh, just throw that menu away, robot. It's garbage now. Actually, I'd like to see that again. May I look at that robot? Sure. Now this is a menu. Eggs. Omelets. Pancakes! Round pie? What are the odds of finding an Arnold's menu on the ground outside this place? Pretty high. After all, they are across the street. Yeah, but I bet it has something to do with Arnold's being closed. Hey, miss. The name's Cassie. Cassius. Right, Cassie, do you know what happened to Arnold's? Not sure. He just didn't open up today. Must be the economy. You got any 30-weight oil? Just what's on the menu. Did you change your mind? Yes, we'll eat here. What? Listen, guys, we've got to eat something. Let's just get the eggs. They can't be too bad, can they? Uh... Two orders of eggs and some hot robotine. And oil for the robot. Uh, 38, please. We have coffee. And our oil is 5W20. <sighs> I'll take it. Very good. 5W20. <clears throat> if I leak, it's going to be their fault. See? She's going over to that console and punching in our order. Theoretically, our meals should be here instantly. If not, sooner. Hey, that was quick. There you are. Two traders, two cups of muds, and a Texas tea. Uh, thank, thank you. Thanks. Thank you. So, what do you think? Doesn't taste uh, too bad. I don't think it's supposed to. Not too good either. The portions don't look very big. Good thing. I wouldn't want to eat much more than that. Look on the bright side. It's, uh, edible. Technically, grasshoppers are edible, Cliff. True. 
There are some cultures that... Never mind. What are the prices like? Let me see. Holy supernova! Twenty credits each. Put together, we wouldn't have spent more than ten at Arnold's. And Arnold had thirty weight. And round pie. Yeah. Can I talk with you guys now? Not yet, robot. Here's the Arnold's menu back. I think there's something we're missing. Robot, look at it with your sensors. Oh, all right. Go, go, robot sensors. Ah! Oh, did... That seltzer! I have robot seltzer? I'll... I'll get some napkins. <clears throat> robot, it's no time for practical jokes. I'll be right back. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> go, go, robot sensors. Hey, a can of Robotine Robot Cola. I'm back. Oh, may I have a can? I guess. <clears throat> go, go, Robotine Dispenser? Oh, thank you. I refitted him with a dispenser in case of emergencies. Great idea. It doesn't hurt that his body was an old soda machine. <laughs> uh, I'll analyze the menu this time, for real. <clears throat> Go, go, robot, sensor. All right, yeah, um, okay. Uh, traces of egg yolk, bacon grease, creamer, explosives, human hair and skin particles, lemon juice, chloroform. Hold it, robot! Where? Uh, no, he means stop. Cliff, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yes. Lemon juice. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. No. Lemon juice? Yeah. Lemon juice is used in Eggs Benedict. That's right. Arnold's doesn't have Eggs Benedict anywhere on his menu. Yeah, he does. I think that smear is Eggs Benedict. No, I mean it's not listed as an item for sale on his menu. Oh. Egg. Exactly. What about the chloroform? I don't think that's an Eggs Benedict. Have you tasted our breakfast? And what about the explosives? Well, it could have been a number of things. Fertilizer, safety matches, beanie babies. Beanie babies? Yeah, but let's just hope it's a common explosive, not beanie babies. But I wonder how it could get on the menu. Well, perhaps if someone were going to blow up our... Oh my gosh! What was that? It wasn't me, I promise! Arnold's restaurant just exploded! Will Cliff and his friends find out what happened to Arnold? Will they find out how his restaurant blew up? Will they ever get a decent breakfast? Find out in part two of this Cliff Proton adventure. You've been listening to Cliff Proton and the Pandimensional Commissary, produced by Shannon Froelich and the Texas Radio Theater Company. It was written and directed by Richard Froelich. Production manager, Ken Rainey. Live sound effects by Bob White. And me, Ken Rainey. At this time, we'd like to ask our actors to come back up to the microphone. Jonathan Cooper. Hi. <laughs> Thank you. A.J. Glendinning. Greetings, Space Rangers. David Grant. Dr. Hedrodine, yeah. Larry Groby. I was on. Stop by sometime. Jerry Hall. Yeah, hope you like the coffee, Cassie. Pamela Heath. 
I'm glad to just be able to walk up to the microphone. And me, I'm Ken Rainey. Special thanks go to the Arlington Museum of Art, challenging visitors to think creatively, the British Emporium of Grapevine, and especially to you for helping us in our efforts to keep radio drama alive. On behalf of our all-volunteer cast and crew, we'd like to thank you for listening and have a very pleasant evening. This audio play was recorded in front of a studio audience in February 2006. Be sure to tune in next time for part two of this Cliff Proton adventure. Log on to our website for more information at www.texasradiotheater.com. Tell your friends about this newly refreshed, never boring and better smelling podcast. Thanks for listening and watch more radio.